I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode 99 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Varnado and Roxy Hayes. How to build your brand as an influencer. Welcome to the Arts Academy podcast, everybody. This is Dean Victor Varnado. And with me is headmistress Roxy Hayes. Yay, that's me. Right on. That is you, Roxy. Wonderful. <laughs> now, we, uh, this, today's episode, um, was this a request or was it just an episode that we're doing? Um, yeah, this was actually a request from one of my friends. Hey, Jessica, thank you for requesting this episode. All right. How to build your brand as an influencer. Um, mm-hmm. Now, we're going to talk about how to build your brand as an influencer. Now, bear in mind that um, we are... Uh, doing very different things uh, as influencers on social media. We're, we're, we're very, uh, well, Roxy, I would say that you're an influencer and I'm an influencer, but we're very different uh, kinds of influencers. And Mm -hmm. also um, I think you're way more active. I would say, yeah, I would say you're way more active on social media, but I would also say that I, I am way more active as like a brand behind the scenes you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that probably we both will have some things to say uh, about this. Plus, we also both know people that have giant brands mm-hmm. and, as influencers. So why don't we uh, why don't we start them up, everybody? All right. Let me see. So I guess we can start first. Like, what is an influencer? It's literally just a person that influences other people. Um yeah, I There's just want to different- go that remedial. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, did you, you have, have, did you have Chad GPT write this? And you- <laughs> no, oh, I can read that. Your outline. I was just trying to go off the dome. Uh, I got you. is a person who has significant following on social media platforms and uses their platform to promote products, services, or brands to their followers. That's way more in depth than what I said. Yeah, um- <laughs> but, but it, I mean, it is it is more in depth, but it often also is you know. It is correct. But if you're coming to this and you have no idea what an influencer is and you're like, I want to, it would be weird to, to watch an episode called how to build your brand as an influencer. If you didn't know what an influencer was. That's also facts. Uh, And like Victor kind of already said, there's different genres of influencers. So there's like fashion and beauty influencers, which is like your Kylie Jenner's. Uh, And then you have like food influencers, which is like tasty, bon appetit, gaming influencers, like, Y'all know, gamers. Um, and the ones we you're probably most familiar with are like comedy or like art influencers, which is um, kind of where me and Victor would fall into. Uh, also like you Kev on stages and people, people like that. So one of the first things you want to do is you want to define your niche. So um, you want to figure out like, what are you, like what genre do, would you fall under? Like, what is your expertise? Um, who's your target audience and like what do you want to have influence over? Uh, so Victor, what would you say is like your your niche? Um, my niche, I would say is 
it you know my niche is hard to explain <laughs> but uh, because i'm not very clear about it what i'm clear about is who i am as a person and that mm -hmm. is my brand mm -hmm. um and so and so my my niche is my brand there's a really smart guy who wrote this thing called value valuation have you heard about this uh-uh, value evaluation. Um, or I'm sorry, no, visualize value. I, I just said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> visualize visualize value. value. Hold on, let me let me bring it up so I can talk about it. Uh with some sort of authority. <laughs> okay, so visualize value is this whole I way of thinking, especially for artists to become uh successful like turning your life into a product um he calls it productizing yourself okay and mm -hmm. so basically he 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 said that your job to, your job is to and i actually believe in this your job is to show people how to utilize you so that's like your job. So like if you are a talented person that can make a lot of people money, that's what you do. That's what the machine, that's the machine that you are. You, you're, you're a creative person that can make people a lot of money. You have to show the world how to do that with you. And if they can see how to do that with you, for instance, for instance, can you, do you know how to make a lot of money with say Steven Spielberg? Do you, you have yes. an idea? like a, a, yeah. ba a basic idea yeah. because we, we know, we know Steven Spielberg for this specific <laughs> thing. So if mm -hmm. we had Steven Spielberg, you could be like, Hey Steven, you know, uh, let's make a, let's make a movie. Let's make even a low budget movie. And you know, it is probably going to make money because yeah. he's shown the world how to make money with him. And so that's why people constantly come to him. Mm -hmm. So basically your job is to build your job is to show the world how to uh, make money with you as an artist. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's a much better, uh, uh, there's a much better explanation that he makes uh, for this, but the, he also calls it an API. Do you know what an API is? No. Okay. So an API is like a gateway so that you can use, uh, software. It's basically like okay. a, a it's basically like a set of mini instructions that you can mini instructions and kind of like levers and just like an operating system so that you can use other software. For instance, like Twitter has an API, and if you have a if you have a, like a program and you want your program to be able to send a tweet, then you can. If you want your program to be able to send a tweet to Twitter, then Twitter has made this like handshake software called an API where it's easy for any program to communicate with Twitter. Okay. Gotcha. And so he's saying that that you should build the API for the world to communicate and make money with you. Mm, okay. All right. Yep. Anyway, nerded out for a second, but uh, <laughs> nerd, but no, that makes sense. I feel like, um, I have my niche a little bit more, um, focused, I guess. So mine's like, gaming anime like pop culture like that whole um it's under the umbrella of like being a blur which is like a black nerd so most of the content i put out is that most of the brands i reach out to are kind of under 
uh, under that umbrella. Right. What's the next thing? Oh, tips for staying current and relevant within your niche. So, just how you stay current within your niche. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So for me, because it's gaming, like I follow a lot of gaming blogs. I follow a lot of um, different gamers and kind of see what they're playing. I always check to see like what new games are coming out. And same thing with anime, like just following different things, following different publications so that I can make content that is relevant within my niche um, that would reach my audience, that my audience would care about. Do you do stuff like that? Well, yes, but again, my niche, again, is really focused on the things that I like and the things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. For instance, for instance, um, one thing that I'm doing a lot is I'm trying to use other people's influence to build my brand because I feel like most people work from the bottom up. Like they're like, they start an Instagram and they're like, you know, singing their hearts out on Instagram to try and draw people to them. And I... Off, I, I do that, but I also incorporate from the top down, meaning I'll I focus on getting on other people's getting inside other people's audience and then bringing their audience over to me. So, like, mm-hmm. for instance, for instance, uh, today I did an interview on an NPR show about uh, a book that I just released. And I'm, and the thing that I'm focused on is because I've I've made it a priority to be like I'm, I'm reaching out to other shows that already have an audience and getting on their show and then just bringing them back over to me. Gotcha. I mean, it, and and, and it, it works often. For instance, like I I spend a lot of time um, I spend a lot of time trying to be a New Yorker cartoonist because once I started publishing New Yorker cartoons, then automatically I started gaining followers on all of my social media because of the New Yorkers reach. No, that's smart. That is very smart. Uh, the next one is <clears throat> my bad. It's some water. Um, the next part <laughs> is building, building your online presence. Um, so it's very important to make sure that you get on all platforms. I know it's like annoying. Um, well, it actually kind of depends on what your niche is, but I would suggest getting on as many platforms as you can um, because it just helps for more people to see you. So we got right now like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, um, Pinterest. Pinterest is really good for a lot of different stuff, especially if you're like a beauty blogger, like you're in a fashion and stuff like that. I I see like a lot of people put up um, their stuff on Pinterest and a lot of people follow them and TikTok. I will admit, I hate TikTok. I didn't want to get on it. I should have got on when it was musically. Um, so kind of a tip too is like, if you see a social media platform kind of gaining some traction, um, it's good to just try to get in there and make your account early before the algorithm start acting all crazy. Uh, oh, LinkedIn is a good one too. LinkedIn. I've heard good things about people on LinkedIn. Yeah. And one thing that I I do is I really focus on reusing content on many different platforms. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know who did the studies, but there's studies out there. Please research yourself. Don't trust me, but go, go find them. But the studies say that people often stay on the platform they're on. So like where you as an influencer, you're trying to get, you know, you're trying to be on every platform, but there's a lot of people who are just consumers and only use like the specific platform that they have fun with. And that's what they focus on. And that's most of the world. And so, so reusing content is uh, something that you should and, 
and can do. And in fact, um, there was an article out recently where somebody was saying that for the very first time in history, you can make a really funny video and it can go viral on TikTok and the same video can go viral on YouTube shorts and the same video can go viral on reels and on Twitter. So like you can, you can make one great piece of content and on all those, and on all those platforms, it's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then I, I, it's just easier too. Cause like if you're trying to post every day and you're making different content for different platforms, it's just, it becomes overwhelming and it's kind of, it's almost like unnecessary. Um, I know a lot of people that do that and they get burnt out. So if you don't have to do that, like if you're not doing like sponsored stuff, just repost the content. Yeah. And for me, I have one main platform and the rest are all derivative of that platform. So my main, main my main platform is Twitter. Like I love writing mm-hmm. short, stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> and so for one thing, every time I write a short, stupid thing that performs well, I take that tweet, I do a screenshot of it and share it on Instagram and other platforms. Mm-hmm. And it gets lots of likes because people like it because it's an already tested funny or or weird joke thing. You know, it already works. And then number two, um, number two, I, I think that, I think that you should. And you know, actually, why don't I uh, let me restate that? Twitter is my main platform, but the second platform is Instagram because like. Mm-hmm. Twitter is obviously words and Instagram is pictures. So basically I make any, any image I make is usually for Instagram. And then I share it everywhere else, including Twitter. And any time I write something, it's usually for Twitter. And then I will sometimes screenshot it and share it everywhere else as well. Mm-hmm. My main one's becoming TikTok. Um, and that's just because it lets you, it has more like features to edit in the app. And then now everybody's doing like some version of reels or something like you said, like YouTube shorts or Facebook reels, Instagram reels, Twitter, you can post the videos. So I usually edit in the in TikTok and then share it everywhere else, which is cool, especially like on Twitter, because it has your TikTok name on there. And people usually go follow uh, from there, too, even though some of the websites suppress it if it has other um, tags on it, like other brand tags. Um, but I haven't got too much suppression on anything because I, of yes stuff. i get it those websites they all some jealous ass hoes yeah come over here with that brandon <laughs> these are shorts not real um, <laughs> and then um have a professional website um that's just that uh for professionalism i i would say like it's not like a, I'm trying to word it. More people are going to see your social media than you see your website, but it just makes you look more legitimate if you have a website. And then you can put links to everything on that site, especially for sponsors. Like sponsors want to see that you have a website. Do you agree? Um, I think sometimes, um, yes. I mean, I do have, so I, I think that you should have some sort of presence online. If you, you should mm-hmm. have a, you should have a URL that you own. Uh, if it's possible. And, mm-hmm. but for me, for instance, my, my URL right now, if you go to victorvarnado.net, what you see is just a, basically just a, a grid of all the projects I'm working on, mm-hmm. which is, which I mean, and, and a website should be more, but this is just like enough so that people understand that I'm legit. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is a real person. He's doing real stuff. 
here we go. And also it helps um, if people, cause you know, people get hacked and, or people like try to pretend to be you. If you have a website, then they know that they're contacting uh, the right person. Next is using your social media to promote yourself and engage with your audience. I like to post at one point I was posting like three videos a day. That was just entirely too much. I've kind of scaled it back to one, but I always make sure like within the first hour of me posting, whatever I'm posting video picture, whatever I actually talk to people in the comments. So whether it's me liking what they said or like, you know, ha ha ha, that was funny or like actually engaging with them. Um, that just helps to build, build your audience and build the connection with your audience. Do you have any things that you do to engage your audience? Uh, yes, I love um, I love Twitter polls. <laughs> that are, they're one of my favorite things to do because no matter what you do, like even if you have made a post and it didn't get any sort of uh, likes or anything like that, if you mm -hmm. do a poll, some people just click on it. <laughs> they yeah. just do always. <laughs> and so like I may, I do Twitter polls and they always, always people click, click on them, always people vote on them. And then uh, once those polls are done, done, especially if it's like a dumb poll, then I get to take that poll and repost it on everything else, like a screenshot of it as well. That's one of my favorite things to do. Polls are fun. I will say I'm one of those people. I don't even look look at what the poll is. Sometimes, sometimes I just click to kind of miss the outcome. It's the chaotic neutral. Um, the next thing is tips for creating and engaging com content and building a community around your brand. Um, I will say once again, for me, it's a little bit easier because it already kind of comes in with, with the built-in community. Like there's so many Facebook pages for like blurs and anime lovers and all of this stuff. So I can kind of go into those communities, engage with people, talk, and then make them like me and come and come look at my social media. Uh, I like to, oh, I have a Facebook group just for like my fans. I have a Patreon um, to kind of talk and make people feel special. Like if you're in this group, you're a special part of the community. I think that's important to um, exclusivity, making making some of your people feel important. And it's a good way to make some extra money. So if you're not on Patreon and you do anything influencer wise, definitely get on Patreon. And you can, what I like to do is use content that I'm making and post like unedited, unfiltered stuff. So I'm not necessarily making a whole lot of extra stuff for Patreon. It's like exclusive look at the content that I'm making or pages to books that I'm writing or something like that. Um, so I'm not making a whole lot of extra stuff, but it's still special for Patreon. You can find us at artsacademypodcast.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.